It's time for the August 1st, 2014 edition of Weekly Signals Weekly Review. A cheerfully negative recap of the last 168 hours of history. This is KUCI. 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, broadcasting from the University of California. I'm Nathan Callahan. And I'm Mike Caspar. Oh, What's he up to? I, I haven't seen him. Again, he disappears for days at yeah, a time. I don't see him. And this thing is birds. Well, yeah, he's, bird. he's a bird dog. He's a bird he's dog. He's a bird dog. Well, and he likes the idea that somehow they're not related to dinosaurs now. He feels <laughs> yeah. much more comfortable going <laughs> after true. them. That is true. That they aren't related. Yeah, they aren't. Oh, I've yo, heard that they yo, are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I've know. heard that they may be, but yeah. But it's not true now. Okay. At least that's the latest research. Okay. But however. Yes. But however. But however. Redundant as it may be. The first ever example of plant-eating dinosaur with feather, feathers and scales was discovered in Russia. Say that again? A, plant? a plant-eating dinosaur with feathers is the real oh, okay. thing here. Usually, uh, not plant-eating dinosaurs didn't have feathers and scales. Which would indicate... They never found one. Right. So now they're suspecting that all dinosaurs might have had feathers. Wow. And which is kind of fun. It kind of softens the, the, uh, the brand... Yeah, of, think of, of them as like scaly and they look yeah. like, like alligator now kind of skin. Now they're kind of, of like, skin. what, striptease artists There you go, way, they you could know? be. Feather dancers. They could be like that, yeah. They could ballerinas. Be ballerinas, yeah, well, that's an interesting. Could, you know, I mean, a T-Rex could have had a feather tutu. So that, we don't know. So that further reinforces the notion that they were more bird-like. No. Or not. It reinforces the evolutionary <laughs> the, process the, that feathers could transfer species. Okay. Like turkeys, they couldn't fly. I don't know. Okay. They're not turkeys. They're not giant turkeys, <laughs> Mike. Jeez. Have you ever noticed the striking resemblance between a turkey and a T-Rex? Hence the name. A turkey, turkey vulture. A turkey vulture. A turkey vulture. I've uh, noticed the uh, striking similarities see, there you between go. a T-Rex. And, yeah. See? But I, they don't have a beak. I have completely distorted this no. conversation. But yes. Anyway, feathers. Yes. Would you like some feathers? I mean, you know, actually growing out of you. Is, mm, no. Really? No, because somebody would inevitably in a in a uh, tension-related incident would try to pluck my feathers, yeah. and I'm, I'm really not. No, that would be very uh, painful. The ceasefire in Gaza. Oh, yeah. Ceasefire in Gaza. <laughs> well, it didn't happen, essentially. That's a smooth transition. Yeah, there yeah. There you go. So. Well, I'm tired of transitions and segues. Yeah. What good are they, what really? What the hell? And now this. The ceasefire in Gaza, brokered by the U.S. and U.N., crumbled after just four and a half hours. <laughs> uh, That's not a ceasefire. No. That's a coffee break. The Israeli forces are searching for a soldier believed captured. Well, that's always good for their PR department. Well, that is true. He could have taken a break. The, he could have been whoring. Mm, I don't think so. I know he's probably captured, and, and this is not a good thing. No, no, this whole situation is just God. It's spun. Okay, go ahead. Please continue. We need to know more. Well, he disappeared uh, when Israeli forces trying to destroy a suspected militant tunnel were attacked, and that's what they're doing over there. Right. They're destroying the the uh, tunnel system, uh, which uh, apparently brings in arms right. to Gaza, but it also brings in supplies because right. they've walled that place out. That's right. There's so people can't really survive there without this tunnel. That's right. The Israelis have vowed to stay there until they destroy all of the tunnels. Initially, they were yeah. only going to stay there a couple of days, exactly. is what they said. And now they start, they're saying, well, we'll be here as long as it takes to destroy the tunnels, yeah. which 
who knows, right? Um, well, thing- that's the other thing about this is they can stay as long as they want because they can say, there's more tunnels. We know there's who's more gonna, tunnels. Who's yeah. going to say there's no tunnels? You well, have a tunnel inspector? Right, and, 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 and the Palestinians are not going to say, oh, no, there's a couple more that you haven't found. Yeah. I mean, no, they're going to stay there as long as they want. Hans Blix, UN tunnel inspector. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this was something I heard in relation to this uh, ceasefire, this four-and-a-half-hour ceasefire. I, I hesitate. I, I believe it to be confirmed. But that there was uh, that the Palest- the uh, Israelis were saying that the ceasefire was going to start. They didn't say exactly when, and mm-hmm. so uh, people from Palestine started to leave their shelter, and then they were attacked. Now that is a pretty serious charge. Uh, um, I'm not sure if I should have said that out loud, but that's what that's <laughs> what I that's what I heard. All right, let's move on. I heard some things too, Mike. No, I'm serious. This seems to be. I'm not Coming at liberty to say, it, say anything about them. Incredible. However, the Israeli attack in Jambalaya, not Jambalaya, mm-hmm. but Jabalaya, mm-hmm. marked the sixth time a U.N. school had been struck during Israel's more than three-week offensive. That's uh, the Obama administration has condemned the attack but refused to blame or condemn Israel for carrying it out. How does that work? Yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is the one where there, it, was a, it was a U.N., I, Mike, I'm very, Shelton. very upset that you punched me in the face. However, however, I'm not going to condemn you from for doing it. And you, and I think there, it may not have been me personally. It might have been just my fist reacting. It could have been, it, yeah. and I didn't know it was because going to do I, that. I had no idea you. that, yeah. that it was, I was uh, throwing rocks at you. Yeah, yeah. By the way, yes, you were throwing rocks, and so I shot you. Um, by the way, the UN had let the uh, Israeli military know. 17 different times where they were located this school that got bombed where these kids these yeah. 40 kids were killed they knew they the israelis first of all the israelis have mapped out gaza like much better than google ever will and they know where every building is in the in this part it's a very small area and the un had let the israeli military know of 17 different occasions where they were located so there really isn't any excuse for bombing this school there were suspected militants there, Mike. Hanging around. I mean... Suspected was, militants. You know what? At some point, wait for them to come out. I don't know. But don't bomb a school with hundreds of children. You in. know, I'm a potential suspected militant right now. Yeah. Yes. I, uh, yes. Argentina has gone into default. That's another big story. It's a huge story. Yeah. I mean, it could flip the whole world finance system around. This is really the most... Uh, well, go ahead and explain a little well, bit about it. went into default happened. on its sovereign debt after failing to resolve a payment dispute with U.S. investors. A recent Supreme Court ruling sided with vulture funds. That's what they're called, yes, vulture funds. That purchased Ar- Argentina's debt for bargain prices, like a vulture. <laughs> they come down, they swoop up these debts at, at a very low That's rate. That's right. So, so then they can put a lot of pressure on people so they make a lot of money and, and and like the wall street journal and whatnot is saying that it's going to uh affect the all financial institutions the way this is run world finance it's going to, I'm, I'm tired that, of that argument well yeah i'm glad it's going to affect all world finance yeah, that's well, the that's, deal yeah if, okay if this gets rid of vulture funds hooray I think we're, yeah, we're saying the same thing coming at it from different directions. I'm tired of hearing that every time there's a challenge to a very oppressive, punitive, uh, 
uh, financial instrument that somehow if we ups it were to do away with it, it would upset the entire uh, financial uh, These industry. are loan sharks. These are, this, is exactly this, this isn't a financial institution. Just, this is a group of loan sharks. Just going back, Argentina in um, sometime uh, about within the last decade went into a severe economic crisis. And they were unable to pay the debt that they owed to the World Bank and the IMF and the rest of it. So they, so what the they negotiated was a much lower rate on the debt that they did owe. And and people are now this is what they call vulture funds. They come in and they buy up what would be degraded C. Let's say call it C bond rated debt. It's and the expectation of, re, of actually getting that money back is low. So you can buy it at a cheap rate. And you and but what's happened is these vulture fund capitalists have become more and more and more aggressive about going after this debt. So what used to be a considered a low return or a low um, expectation of getting the money back is now becoming increasingly like an A bond rated because they have the means to impose on these countries to get the money back out of them before they pay off the 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 current debt. They're now stepping to the front of the line. <coughs> so. And, and Argentina is saying, no, no, we're going to pay our current debt, which they've said they will do. They're, we're going to pay everything we owe now. We're not going to pay these people at this rate that they're expecting to get the money back. Yeah. <coughs> so. The Obama administration imposed a new round of sanctions on Russia over its support for separatist rebels in Ukraine. Obama said the measures will target Russia's economy, but rejected claims of a new Cold War. Oh, it is kind of a new Cold War. It is. Yeah, come on. Well, it's maybe a, a cold skirmish. The new sanctions continue to avoid Russia's major oil and natural gas projects that partner with ExxonMobil and British Petroleum. Of course they do. Of course they do. That's, they don't want to not give those two business. They're just trying they, to... They just want control of it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> European Union also approved its toughest sanctions on Russia, banning the import and export of weapons. The EU plan does carve out an exception for France. So these are sanctions with caveats. Yeah. Allowing France to complete a $1.7 billion deal for two assault ships okay. with Russia. The sanctions follow this month's downing of the Malaysian Airlines Flight 17. You remember that. Yeah. yeah. That just That's a situation that it can pop up any minute and be very, very serious. Something happens. The Russians really get upset and start putting real troops in there. That would be a very ugly situation. In Afghanistan, a cousin and key ally of outgoing President Hamid Karzai was killed in a suicide bomb attack in the southern city of Kandahar. Hajmat Karzai served as a campaign manager for Ashraf Ghani, one of two candidates in Afghanistan's disputed presidential election. Preliminary results show that Ghani won the vote, but his opponent... Abdullah Abdullah, the opponent so nice, you have to name him twice, twice yeah. has claimed fraud and a U.S. brokered audit is underway. So that's the way that stands over there. There's assassinations going on, and it sounds like it yeah. is dis disgruntled losers, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's ugly, and that's not where you want assassinations going on. <laughs> no. no. There's nowhere you really want assassinations going on. But not there. But Antarctica, you know. Yeah. You'd go, well, Yeah. it's cold up there. Meanwhile, and they got no oil, yeah, as far got, as we know. Yeah, so, so they're not going to really matter. They're going to be too many assassinations. Meanwhile, a new report found the Pentagon failed to adequately track hundreds of thousands of weapons sent to Afghanistan, raising concerns they may be in the hands of militants. What? 
The report by the U.S. Special Inspector General. He's a very special inspector. He is. Yes, General, for (laughs) Afghanistan. He's not just the Inspector General. He's the Special Inspector General for Afghanistan. Found that in one database, more than 200,000 weapons, that's 43%, had missing information. Yeah. So they can't find these weapons. It also found the U.S. applied... Uh, U.S. supplied far more weapons than Afghanistan requested or needed because we could, I guess. Uh, Libya is facing its worst period of violence since the toppling of Muammar Gaddafi three years ago is when that happened. Mm -hmm. More than 150 people have died in Tripoli and Benghazi during two weeks of fighting, including 50 over the weekend. The United States, the United Nations, and Turkey have removed their diplomats, with the United States evacuating its embassy and moving officials into neighboring Tunisia. Yep. Uh. And West Africa is facing the worst outbreak of Ebola virus in history. We've been following this for a few weeks. I think last week we mentioned that uh, one of the top doctors over there had contracted uh, Ebola. He died. Mm-hmm. And two US, US, two U.S. health care workers in Liberia have also uh, contracted Ebola. No Ebola cases have been reported in the United States. Thank God for that. We'd have a major panic here. And the, United, and the likelihood of this outbreak, at least according to officials in uh, Africa, uh, they said this spreading outside of West Africa is very low, the chance of it. However, but it's an air flight away is what it is. However, in fact, thank you. Nice segue. There was an American, a naturalized American citizen by the name of Patrick Sawyer, who became ill on the plane from from uh, Liberia to Nigeria, I believe, Uh landed there. And this this is suddenly put in a very different spin on the, the likelihood of this disease spreading. He went directly to the hospital, was isolated and died soon thereafter. However... It, the who knows maybe this virus is beginning to mutate to last longer in the, in its hosts yeah. than it, than we thought before and if that's the case the opportunity or the uh, misfortune of people being on a plane and being able to uh, fly to other parts of the world may signal uh, a def a different level of fear concerning Ebola so uh, militants from the Islamic State of Iraq you know those guys yes. this all is this. Islamic State, I heard, is what they want to be called. Yeah. I'm trying to respect that. Well, you, well I think you should. Yeah. Just for, just, I like to respect, just in case. I, I will respect, you know, any any crazy person yes. or non-crazy person. Yeah, that's, that's I'll give them their strategy. name. Yeah. By the way, they do seem to be pretty sophisticated, right? They come yeah. in. I don't know who's running this operation. They come in. They pay these guys more than anyone else. So they yeah. can pay them 400 bucks a month, which means they're able to gather and recruit a lot of the best fighters in the region. They pay these guys. These guys. These guys. Who are these guys? People who are willing to kill Shiites in the region. So who comes in and pays them? That's what I'm, I guess that's the question I'm asking. The people from ISIS yeah. have the resources to spend... Uh, enough money to pay their fighters four hundred dollars yeah. a month, which is a lot more than anyone else is making. Yeah. And then they re- then they brand themselves. Well, they took a lot of money. They they well, the, but the, even before that, before well, they got that Saudi cash, Arabia. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And and so that's where they get and, their and money then from. they were ISIS, and then they're ice or is now or I mean they're able to kind of they're using Instagram and Twitter and they seem to be 
a more sophisticated terrorist group. I, I don't know exactly the point I'm making, except that they seem to be more sophisticated. They're a younger group of terrorists. I guess that's they probably understand the case. social media. Yeah, I guess so. And they blew up the reputed tomb of the prophet Jonah in Mosul, Iraq, and beheaded as many 50 Syrian government soldiers in Iraq. Yeah, these are considered... They like to behead. Beheading seems beheading. to be, yeah. yeah, the preferred method of terrorizing people in that region of the world. Well, it would get to me. Oh, definitely would get yeah. to me. I mean, yes. I'm scared, and I'm in Irvine, California. So, yeah. I mean, yes, it works. The incoming operator of a Mexican railway network known as The Beast announced that it would triple the speed of the network's trains in order to discourage migrants en route to the United States from jumping on board. Say that again. So the trains in Mexico are going to be going like three times as fast. Oh, my God. So, uh, you know, people that are trying to get into the United States won't be able to jump on board. So they'll just be, I can't see anything going wrong with that. They, yeah, there'll just be more kids trying to get on trains that are moving three times as fast. Well, and I, I don't yeah. know, you know, if, if you've been used to this train going by your place at, say, 15 miles an there hour. There you go. There you go. And, and then suddenly it's going 50 miles an hour. Yeah. I, I don't what know. Could possibly yeah, go what could possibly go wrong? That's a great idea because yeah. there's no fewer people trying to get on those trains, right? I mean, yeah. come on. They're just going to... Wow. It was reported that surgeons in India had removed 232 teeth from a growth inside a 17-year-old boy's mouth. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's... that's a lot of teeth. I imagine they were a little, you know, oh, that's tiny little thought. things. So <sighs> 232. And surgeons in Scotland had removed a sex toy that had been lodged inside a woman's vagina for 10 years. Oh, God. Huh. And Queen Elizabeth's racehorse. Estimate. Failed a drug test. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, how do you drug? I guess do you have a piss test for a horse? Ah, uh, well, yeah, yeah. You do. They do actually test racehorses after the urine. Is what? Yeah, they do. They do, they do. actually. Urine. That is not unusual at all. They they don't draw blood. They, no, they, they, it's they, a urine sample. Right. I, I, yeah, they have. Well, I don't <laughs> they know if they like ask hand them a cup and go to the bathroom. I don't know how they do that, yeah. but I do know that they're tested after. Just set races. this on the ledge <laughs> to your right, yes, right of the toilet. They have somebody watch. In yeah. Case, you know. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, mother. You got you to pee? Don't, don't. He should be tested. Go out, go he out. needs to be. Yeah. That dog needs to be tested. Yeah. yeah, you. You little. You want some secret stuff? Is that it? Yeah, secret stuff. <laughs> that's what he wants. Good boy. He's kind of subdued today, which is kind of nice. He's, yeah. he's not quite. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Go back. Whatever you're doing. Go. Chasing birds. <laughs> well, uh, whatever. Okay, here's, here's secret stuff, Mama. The National Security Agency last year significantly expanded its cooperative uh, relationship with the Saudi Ministry of Interior. Speaking of the Saudis, yeah. what do you know? What do you know? One of the world's most repressive and abusive government agencies. That would be the Saudi Ministry of, the in of Interior. Hmm. In April of 2013, top secret memo provided, provided by NASA. NASA. Let's try this over again. In April 2013, top, a top secret memo provided hmm. by NSA whistleblower Edward Snowden. Mm -hmm details the urgency or the agency's plan to provide direct analytic and technical support to the Saudis on internal security matters. So in other words, we were informing this, this, in, this uh, ministry, yeah. which is one of the most repressive and abusive in the world, uh, secret stuff. That's what we were doing. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, and 
The Saudi ministry, by the way, Mala, yeah. referred to in the document as MOI, or MOI, I guess, has been condemned for years as one of the most brutal human rights violators in the world. In 2013, the U.S. State Department reported that Ministry of Interior officials sometimes subjected prisoners and detainees to torture and other physical abuse, specifically mentioning a 2011 episode in which, in which they... Agents of the Saudi Ministry of Interior allegedly poured an antiseptic cleaning liquid down the throat of one human rights activist. Oh. So you go there yeah. as an activist, human rights, and they don't like you. They don't they like pour you. Drano so they, down yeah, your I was throat. just going to say they pour Drano down your throat, and uh -huh. but we need to give them secret information. Oh, I've got to find this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maybe they have uh, our email. Addresses. Those Saudis. Those Saudi guys. Hold, hold on. There's you want a, you want to add something? Yeah. To that? There's well. There's more secret stuff. Oh, okay. Well, I got yeah. another one here. Just after the Senate Intelligence Committee voted in April to declassify hundreds of pages of a withering report on the CIA's detention and interrogation program, CIA Director John O. Brennan. Mm -hmm. convened a meeting of the men who had played a role overseeing the program in its seven-year uh, history, overseeing a seven-year history, mm -hmm. uh, people who had been overseeing it, including George Tennant, our good friend. Yes. Uh, uh, yeah. Yes, we love George Tennant. No, we don't. We hate George Tennant. Well, oh, I forgot. Yes, we hate, we hate him. Tennant had quietly engineered a counterattack against the Senate's committee report, which could become public next month. Yes. Yeah. The effort to discredit the report has set up a three-way showdown among former CIA officials who believe history has been distorted. <laughs> Jesus. These are guys that lie. They, they are. They history distorted. Yeah. Jesus. They, they, they have been trying to monkey wrench this, this report, slow walk it, whatever they yeah. can do, to make sure it doesn't ever see the light of day. And the Senate committee, by the way, that is investigating it, is apparently trying to, at least in some measure, trying to get that information out. Senate Democrats are convinced that Obama is trying to protect the CIA at all costs. The report is expected to accuse a number of former CIA officials of misleading Congress and the White House about the program and its effectiveness. But it is Mr. Tennant who might have the most at stake because of his deception and lies during the Bush administration. Okay, my little bit of a little nugget of information, and it's it is in regard to that. Yeah, and that is that the CIA now admits that they were in fact uh, wiretapping, bugging. Oh yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, these the Senate staffers involved in trying to put this report together, yeah. which they said they weren't. Back yeah, they when apologized. This, yeah, they apologized. Okay, you got that. Yeah. Well, no, I'm just saying. Yeah. So 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 now they admit the professional liars now admit that they were lying. <laughs> so, uh, you know, and, and, and then there's a little nugget. I, I'm trying to find it. But uh, former NSA director yeah. uh, Keith Alexander is now making a million dollars a month. A month. Consulting with various countries and companies. A million dollars a month. Yeah, I'm all right. Okay. That's troubling. I wonder what he's that telling troubling. them. I wonder what he's saying to them. Well, yeah. He knows all the he knows skeletons. And what doesn't he know, I yeah. would assume. Yeah. And so it's okay for companies and foreign governments who may or may not be completely oh, it's embracing of, of, Can we of have a drone human, human rights and legal rights for its citizen are taking advice from the man who knows where all of the good stuff 
the secret stuff are. His secret stuff is. So so secret let's let's see let's let's are. let's take this kind of real quick balance. Yeah. Okay. Keith Alexander peddling his ass to companies and foreign governments and Ed Snowden, Edward Snowden. Who who which, macho. which side of the equation should we all be on? Okay, that's that's it. Eddie, I'm gonna leave it. Eddie, oh, Eddie, 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 Eddie. <laughs> What's wrong, Mahler? Uh, oh, I know. Yeah. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM, Irvine, California, on the web at KUCI.org. And now it's time for Drones in the News. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. After World War II, Japan agreed to let the United States take on the responsibility of defending the country if it was ever attacked, virtually giving up its own military. Remember that, Yes, Mike? I do. Yeah. Yes. But now Japan is militarizing again, and as part of its effort, it's building a large fleet of drones. The country will spend approximately $372 million in the next 10 years to buy flying robots. This investment is aimed at reestablishing Japan's military might amid growing tensions with China over a series of disputed islands. Yes. Such an investment would make the Japan uh, government the fastest growing drone program in the world. There. Yes. yes. Also, two weeks ago, Israeli Israel boasted of shooting down a Hamas drone. Now, Hamas is boasting that it shot down an Israeli drone. Oh. There's nothing yeah. special about this, but there you go. It's kind of the drone PR campaign going on mm -hmm. now. We can shoot down your drone. Also, as Israel destroys the besieged Gaza Strip, its largest developer of military technology, Elbit Systems, is benefiting from the bloodshed. U.S. traded shares of Elbit have climbed 6.1% since July. Get in on this, Mike. Wait. Is this one of Let's those? Let's kill the Palestinians and the stock goes up when Israel began its latest offensive against the Gaza Strip. That's how much it's risen, 6.1%. Israel's three-week-long killing of 1,200 Palestinians in Gaza, including nearly 300 children, has pushed Elbit's stock close to the highest level since 2010. Hey! Yes! The last time they While invaded. While its valuation on pre-to-earnings basis is nearly the most expensive in five years. In other words, this is a hot-performing uh, stock right here. Go for it. Who cares what it actually does? I hate the stock market! <laughs> what a bunch of low lives. I swear to God. I know. I, I know. hate bankers. Yeah. <gasps> yeah, that's right, Mahler. And I hate the stock market. It's just a Ponzi scheme. It Jesus. is. A, yes, I, I, I agree. I agree. It, well, and, and whatever value it. I'm sorry. Fracking yeah. aloof about the whole business. Well, what if they're doing something no one else can figure out? It says you have inside information. That's all that's going on. Jesus. Yeah. By the way, I mean, if, if there was a point at which the stock market was good for raising capital and, you know, helping, I don't know, helping businesses, it's become more or less a rigged game. You cannot go in. Uh, yeah. and, well, not only is it a rigged game, it creates, you know, uh, art. It, it creates all the shareholders who don't give a damn about whether the product is good or beneficial. All right. they care about is they're getting a return. Well, that's that inversion. Well, we'll get to that. The inversion, the new. You should be able to. You should believe in what the country's, uh, the company's doing, and invest in right. it. Right, I agree. And you don't need a stock market to do that. Mm -mm. Also, Hollywood police and prosecutors want to apprehend a suspect who flew a drone over the Hollywood Police Department. The drone was flown over the Hollywood Division parking lot, photographing prisoners and undercover officers, presumably looking for misdeeds by police. 
The parking lot is shielded by a wall for security reasons, so it's not visible from the street. Detectives and lawyers from the L.A. County D.A. and L.A. City Attorney had a meeting to figure out what criminal laws might have been violated, but they concluded that as long as the drone flies lower than 400 feet, they can't do anything about it, which is kind of cool. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay, now we're going to talk about it, Mahler. We're going to talk about it. Tort reform. Tort reform. What? The Republican-controlled House approved John Boner's request to sue President Obama. So, so we're going to... So the, the party who went on about unnecessary yes. lawsuits yes. all during the Bush administration and way before, this was their banner, yes. is now bringing an unnecessary lawsuit up to the highest office in the land. Right. Yeah. Boner says Obama has overstepped his authority, citing executive orders that include raising the minimum wage. Well, then it's, this is a matter of legislation and Supreme Court rulings, not a matter of simply a, a lawsuit. It's, you know, I mean, it's, right. it's not, and, you know, I'm saying Supreme Court rulings. What I mean is the legislation needs to be in place to reverse these executive orders. Right. It's not a matter of immediately bringing it to law. Right. Yeah, That's it's, right. It's a matter of creating the law. Right. This is a this is what happens when one of the political parties, major political parties in our country is hell bent to monkey wrench government, to absolutely do whatever they can and by whatever means to slow it down, to to muck it up. And the other party is somewhat interested in helping or at least trying to affect some sort of legislative agenda. And this is what happens. So we're going to continue to do this. And you're right. The the party that's railing about uh, these uh, lawsuits and clogging up the courts and all this kind of nonsense with uh, frivolous lawsuits is now in, embarked on a major frivolous lawsuit. Yeah, and, and the way I understand it, uh, Obama's executive orders have not been any more than any of the past presidents. Well, again, they it, just want to. Yeah. yeah, that's all. This is, in fact, they've been quite they've been less if they're just things that the Republicans don't like. Right. That's exactly right. The minimum wage. We, the, the, among on the list is that he, that Obama has, has said he liked to raise the federal minimum wage. Anyone doing uh, business with a federal government contractor has to pay at least ten dollars an hour. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's one of the things. These little Republicans. And by the way, they're pricks. suing him over over his his lack Christ. of implementation of Obamacare, the the piece of legislation that they've tried to overturn like forty five times in Congress. Yeah. So, well, everybody has their friends in high places, but theirs are no, that's uh, just disgusting. disgusting. Yeah. yeah, the U.S. Border Patrol is facing a civil rights lawsuit for the 2012 shooting death of a Mexican teenager. 16-year-old Jose Antonio Rodriguez was killed after the U.S. border agents opened fire on people throwing rocks from the Mexican side of the border. Rodriguez had ventured out to buy food. He was shot eight times. Oh my. Copyright scholars. This is my favorite article of the week, or among them. Yes. Among the favorite articles that Nathan has, copyright scholars have long been pretty certain that happy birthday to you, you know the song. Mm -hmm. Happy oh, yes. birthday you, yes. to you. <laughs> yes. Now, you know, they Don't shouldn't be anymore. sung yeah. in public. Uh, but copyright scholars, though, think that it is in the public domain, despite the fact that Warner claims, Warner Brothers, Warner Chappelle, claims copyright on it and charges impressive licensing, licensing fees to use it in public performances. 
A documentary film company working on a movie about happy birthday has assembled a huge body of evidence showing that the song has been in the public domain since the 1920s and is suing Warner to get them to return the hundreds of millions of dollars they've improperly charged in licensing since. There's much more in the history basically showing that the eventual copyright that Warner holds is almost entirely unrelated to the song. Happy birthday to you. It appears Warner Chappelle is almost certainly guilty of massive copyright fraud, perhaps the most massive in history, in claiming copyright it clearly has no right to. Wow. That's a great story. I love it. That is you know, really... intellectual property and all that. And I, I know I've said this before, but just for what it's worth, copyright was put into place to give people who came up with the idea a big head start. And at first, I think it was 10 or 20 years. In yeah. other words, that was your idea for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. Then it was public. Yeah. And I think that's the way it should be. Yeah. At a certain point, yeah. everybody should have access to Mickey Mouse. Mm -hmm. They just should. Yeah. It's not like you're going to own the franchise. It's just that we should be able to draw Mickey Mouse because it's part of our culture. Yeah. Anywhere we want to. And Disney should not be able to sue us if we do. Yeah. We should be able to make our own Mickey Mouse cartoons. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not it's not it's not like the, you know, the formula for, I don't know. Yeah. Whatever it would be that you know some drug. Yeah. It's, it's a mouse for Christ's sake. Yeah. Yeah. And even those drugs need to go at a certain point. Once once the the pharmaceutical company has the head start and mm. makes profits for ten or twenty years, then it should be. Yeah. It should be open for everybody in the public domain. Wow. So there. Wow. A new study shows that companies with the highest paid CEOs. This is another one of my favorites. Highest paid CEOs tend to perform worse in the long run. So all these CEOs that are making 200, 400 times more than their workers are actually dragging the company down. Not, that's not necessarily because of how much they make, but because they're poor performers. This is according to the University of Utah, Purdue, and Cambridge study that finds that companies that pay CEOs in the top 10% can earn negative abnormal returns over the next few years. Yeah, you almost want to say good to that story. I'm glad that happens, but well, but it won't really change because people. It's like pay, people who pay these enormous contracts to professional athletes for ten, fifteen years. Yeah, and they're after three years. Albert Pujols is pretty much a shell of a human. You know, of, of the of the athlete he was. So they, uh, yeah. so they, but in the meantime, the Angels have spent two hundred and fifty million dollars for for this guy's yeah. services. So anyway. Uh, it, it's one of those things. Yeah. It won't change, but people, because people will assume that it's always true. Wildfire managers have turned to the U.S. Department of Defense for immediate access to two military C-130 aircraft retrofitted to carry fire retardant. I just think it was a nice story to bring up that at least something in our military is doing us some good. Mm -hmm. and, and, and we could be nice to change maybe like a lot of our planes yeah. We might have to to carry water to Southern California yeah. soon yeah. enough. F-35s? Not yeah. so much. Yeah, they could just spray us. Yeah. Yeah. Spray us. Yeah, spray us. Yeah. A yeah. mist. They could just fly. We, that's what we need drones for. Yeah. To mist, mist us. us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just fly over uh -huh. a little misting. A fly over misting. <laughs> I like it. Uh, I don't know. It's going to be ugly. Yeah. It is going to be ugly. Fast food workers want a major ruling that can improve their workplace conditions. Wages and attempts to unionize, too. Fast food workers won that. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, yes. The general counsel of the National Labor Relations Board says McDonald's must take responsibility for all its workers, including those at restaurants owned and run by franchises. Yes. Before franchises were out of the deal, but 
90% of McDonald's are franchises. Right. Critics say the arrangement has helped the parent company protect itself from worker initiatives, such as lawsuits and unionized drives. It has also helped deflect the ongoing movement for a $15 an hour, $15 an hour minimum wage, that, with McDonald's arguing that franchises set workers' pay. Yeah. So there. Yeah, that's that, that's bull. I know. It's so just much their bull. way of... You know, and, and actually, if they made rigged. the minimum wage, there's some figure out there somewhere that where if they made the minimum wage, the cost of a Big Mac would go up like 10 cents. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's yeah. exactly what I heard. 10 it's, cents. Yeah. It's not going to So the guy behind the that bank. counter is not, you know, living out of his car. Yeah. I mean, really, exactly. we're, come on. A federal appeals court saved Mississippi's lone abortion clinic from closure. Three women panel ruled two to one against a state law that would have forced all providers at Jackson Women's Health Organization to a obtain admitting privileges at a local hospital. None of the clinic's providers have been able to obtain the necessary permits from the hospitals because they provide elective abortions. The law would have forced women to drive hundreds of miles out of state for an abortion. But that's okay now. At least they got that going. And two North New York City infants were diagnosed with herpes contracted when they were circumcised using the direct oral suction technique practiced by some Orthodox Jews. Yeah, that's the 15th and 16th cases uh, since 2000. Ouch. Yeah. Now, they wouldn't bite the uh, penis. I just want to let you know. No. They wouldn't suck the foreskin off. I, it wasn't I, that way. Okay. Right, oh, we, that sounds provocative. Yeah, I think we're beginning yeah. to they would They would slice the, the foreskin. Deep water here. And yes. then they, they yeah. would kind of suck whatever was there out of the, the wound. Okay. But apparently some of them had herpes, which wasn't good for the kid. We'll be talking about penises a bit later. We will. But, Mike, do you uh, have uh, any? The so-called uh, well, I just wanted uh, that story that I began to tell about Keith Alexander, former uh, director of... The National Security Agency went all hell broke loose over former uh, contractor Ed Snowden's leaked documents. He's now reported, according to Bloomberg, uh, reporting that Alexander has spent the last few months since his retirement as uh, head of the NSA giving paid talks on cybersecurity to banks and other large financial institutions. Bloomberg notes that Alexander has charged up to $1 million a month for his services and even co-founded a private security firm, of course he did, called IronNet Cybersecurity Inc., which uh, will continue to feed the beast with a lot of money. This prick is is has made a you know career out of lying to the American people and uh, subjugating our well, civil I think it's rights. It's curious too. It's it's his it's his NSA that was uh, essentially broken into. Yeah. So, <laughs> so sure he's teaching our banks security? <laughs> well, that's true. They're that's paying a million dollars a month to learn security from a guy whose NSA was insecure. Who <laughs> was on his watch, yes. Anyway, that's it. I just well, wanted to That's make the way sure. it runs in these places. Uh, know. You know, it's somebody knows somebody else and not anybody with talent. Y it's just somebody with the, the biggest blowhard wins. You can... You can fumble your way to the top of the pyramid, apparently, now. You yeah. can you can really screw up your way. Oh, you can always fumble your way to the top of the pyramid. Yeah. I don't think that's... Yeah, I guess, yeah. It's, but it just yeah. seems... And make a lot of money. I guess that's the, the distinction I would make. It seems like those yeah. people make a lot of money. Yeah. Anyway, so... Uh, well, I'm ready. All right. I'm ready to call this a day. All right. I got, I got one more thing to say. All right. And finally. And finally. And finally. Yes. An Alabama man sued the hospital where he'd awoken from a circumcision surgery to find that his penis 
had been amputated. <laughs>